All right, in the kitchen, episode fifty-six. Welcome to another episode of the Saddest Podcast. Known to man today. Uh, today's theme is melancholy. Today's theme is uh, weeping. It is uh, <laughs> crows, black crows uh, flying. Yes, uh, the raven. Joey will be reading the raven over and over <laughs> again today um as we uh reflect on the weekend so let's let's just get it let's get it out of the way let's just get it out of the way all right iowa falls in the national championship to lsu in women's basketball um devastating would be putting it short for how i feel i'm sorry man i'm crushed uh you know it's a shame because if we recorded this podcast 24 hours ago, I was so happy. <laughs> I was so happy. 24 hours ago, I did a semifinal uh, reaction podcast with walk-ons. And it was like glee and happiness because we had just beaten South Carolina in an amazing game. It top was, world. I was on top of the world. And it was uh, like we we defeated who we thought was the enemy, the evil empire we thought was south carolina and i i could do an hour just talking about that game but because we record this podcast on sundays i gotta talk about this sad loss joey i'm sorry man you don't seem sorry no well you always ask if it means more grant does it mean more down here i don't think it means uh, does it does it mean more well, I mean, we. It just uh, means more. I mean, hey, we we beat the absolute snot out of your team that meant the most, allegedly. <laughs> so I don't want to hear it from you. All right. I'm just saying, the SEC always comes back to bite you. The SEC. I don't want to hear about the SEC. All right. It just means more down here, Greg. <sighs> You're full of shit. Okay, but no. So let's let's talk about the game a little bit. Uh, I don't know if you actually watched any of it, Joey. Yeah. Um, you did. Okay. Yeah, I watched everything but the third quarter. Kudos to you. Why, why just the third? Uh, I went to actually go play basketball myself. Oh, you you were so inspired by the game you had to hoop? Yeah. I, I, Caitlin Clark was so inspiring of just draining 35-footers that I had to go play myself. So. Okay, yeah. Um, but no, so talking about the game, though, I mean, it was just like, I was a little worried this, this would be a uh, semi-letdown position for Iowa. Like mm-hmm. we just mentioned, right? Coming off the biggest win, probably in the program's history, I can't yeah. think of another big one. Be- beating undefeated South Carolina in the semis to reach the national championship vibes are at an all-time high, right? So, left letdown was definitely capable of happening, but I still wouldn't consider this like the way Iowa lost a letdown situation uh, at all because like Iowa still played pretty well. This is we had eighty-five points. That's the most points ever in a women's championship that also resulted in a loss. Oh, wow. So that's the most ever. Now, we also let up the most points ever. (laughs) I think it was 107. There are 100 in uh, single digits. It was the most points ever. Yeah. That part wasn't good. Uh, But we did score the most points ever by someone who lost. So I don't think it was really a ton of fault. But no, it was a lot of, uh, I think, defensively um, was what this game really came down to. Uh, Jasmine uh, Carson, I believe is her name. This girl comes out 
uh, from LSU in the first half. And I'm all worried about she Angel. I, I'm worried about Angel Reese this whole time. And this girl who had no points in the <laughs> semi and quarterfinals just comes out here in the first half and has five threes and doesn't miss. She has like 21 points in the first half. I think they said she was four for 25 from three during the tournament before that. That point, she, she had no points. <laughs> oh, the, no, the whole that was someone else then. It was no in, in the semi <clears throat> in quarterfinal. She had no points. Oh my gosh! Allegedly, I mean that's at least what I saw. I mean, and then this girl comes out, and we're I'm sitting with my friends. I'm like, what is going on here? It was ridiculous. And then I don't know. Obviously, foul trouble was a uh, a big deal too. Cesano fouled out with like six minutes left in the game. Uh, Caitlin was in foul trouble uh, early on, and then, like, I mean, I could make this about officiating. I could. I'm not going to because I don't think that was the whole reason why we lost. And I could make this That's about. Bad. I could make this about Kim Mulkey, or uh, however you pronounce her last name, going out there and being on the three point line the whole game, and refs <laughs> having to box her out literally during the yeah. game, and not no technicals. I could make it about that. I could make this whole podcast about that, but I'm not going to. Okay, I, I could bring, I could bring all that up. I'm not going to though. All right, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make it about that, Joey. That's fair. Because I, I I don't know. I feel like it's it's a little overdone. I think it's a little overdone. All that stuff. But I will say, I don't think in any sport I've ever seen um, this much talk about officiating in a championship game. Oh really? I can't I can't remember. When, when do you remember the last time? Like the rest was trending on Twitter. Like it was from start to finish. From is the any first playoff quarter, game or championship game? A champ. Um, I, I I guess any I'm, playoff game yeah, really. Either. Sure. Yeah. I'll see. <laughs> sure. From start to finish, consistent complaining on Twitter. I've never seen anything like this before. Both sides too. Like obviously, like in the Super Bowl, one play totally flipped it for everyone, right? On how it was officiated, right? Mm-hmm. But this one it was like as soon as the First quarter, everyone was like, "This is this like the ref, like everyone was complaining about refs the whole game. It was remarkable." And like I said, this isn't about the refs, right? This is not. They got all the attention during the game. They get no attention on this podcast. I'm not going to give it to them. That's what they want. They think that everyone in the stands bought tickets to see them, Joey. That's what they think. It's a that I thought Joe West was <laughs> officiating this game. I could have swore he wasn't. Was a ref, but I could have swore he was probably in the stands. God, that video of Kim, the, the, the official literally boxing out Kim Mulkey on the sideline is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. How did she just not get a technical that whole game? I don't know. I don't but know. But Caitlin Clark did. That it was, and like I said, I could make this whole podcast about uh, complaining about Caitlin getting a tech for not saying anything, just tossing the ball. Uh, we could make it all about that. We can make it about how the play-by crew was disgusted, disgusted <laughs> by this. It wasn't just me. It wasn't just my Iowa brain. It that was happened a couple times, too. Universal that the play-by like crew more than once. was disgusted. I don't know. But you can't speak the truth, Joey. You can't speak the truth. I'll, if I if I say too much, I'll end up at an eyes wide shut. Uh, I'll end up at an <laughs> eyes wide shut meeting. All right. And this podcast is over. And you'll never hear from me again. All right. All right. Mysterious disappearance. Keep it down. You you can't say. You Is there can't anything say, you need to get out there? Can't say too much. Happens? Okay. You can't say too much, Joey. All right. be at the at the eyes wide shut. Just party. a cry for help. All the all the hooded figures with the masks will show up. 
can't say too much. Stay and calm. God, it was just oh man. I really I gave it my all, Joey, as a fan. I gave I gave it all. Well, for four quarters as a fan, I gave it my all. You you could have been there. That might have helped. Yeah, and I would have been in countless debt, I, and it was crazy. Like because the the tickets, I mean, I'm sure you saw it. they got up there. Yeah, crazy up there. The 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 tickets got up there a crazy amount, and I think that that's this is a good point for someone uh, transitioning to something I really want to talk about. Was regardless of, um, I I was losing this right. This was one, like, what people need to take away from this game, and a lot of people are, see, like, what a lot of people are taking away from it right now is, like, all this, like, classless LSU stuff. It's like, okay. What, on the other side of that, though, is it's kind of, like, good for women's basketball in a way because this, like, discourse and this complaining and this arguing feels somewhat normal in the NBA, NFL, college football, yeah, even college uh, men's college basketball that when it happens in women's basketball, we're like, what is going on? But it's like, this is actually good. Cause this is what grows the game in a way. <laughs> like it's actually Every like, a good story has a good villain, right? Yeah. It's like, this is actually kind of good for women's basketball. And like, this has already been an amazing season in terms of viewership and growing the game of women's basketball. Right. It seems like every game is like, Oh, this is record breaking. It's like, they have invented new stats for record breaking. It's like, I didn't even know this was a stat and they broke the record. It's that, that, that much record breaking. It's yeah. crazy. Um, it seems like that every single game for th- this women's tournament and this women's season, um, we can accredit this to most likely one player. Right. Which one? I, we can accredit mostly to Caitlin Clark. I feel like, okay. can we yeah. not? I, I think Angel Reese too has been a part of that. I think she is. You're talking trash, trash talk, and things like that. I'm not gonna lie. I hadn't seen any Angel Reese trash talk stuff until like uh, this week. I had no clue. It was not on my radar at all. I've seen her the last couple of months. I gotta say. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, But I think that this like people are all mad about like the whole um, the the John Cena thing at the end of the game, right? And I think there is. Uh, so here's my one thing about that is, you know, who's probably like, do I think it's the right thing to do in that situation as the game's over and your, your teammates are grittying on the court with time left? No, I don't think it's the right situation. But also what I think is, you know, who's probably the least mad about that? And it's probably, is probably Caitlin Clark. Yeah. Like all these people on Twitter are all mad about it. And it's like, I understand why you're mad, but it's like, Kate, like Caitlin's not tweeting about it after the game either. So. I don't know. But then on the other side, as much as I want to really dislike injuries, I do appreciate her just going full heel and just tweeting out a photo of it. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's cr- like, that's a crazy move. That yeah. is insane. I don't know. Like that's like if um <laughs> that's like uh if Grayson Allen just goes out at at the end of a Duke basketball game and he's just tweeting out the photo of him tripping all the players. Yeah. Like it's the same thing. <laughs> like I was like Holy that was wild. I was like, holy cow, she's just tweeting it out. Got like two million views. I was like, holy cow. But again, that's <laughs> like that's what women's basketball needs. They yeah, need, they need this, a villain. Like, the characters, they need this. It was awesome. So like Iowa fans, like is, we, is like, I've got a question. Is there gonna be a Caitlin funny. Clark revenge tour? Is she coming back? She's got two years of eligibility left. That's great. With the money she makes in NIL right now, I don't know why she wouldn't take all of it. Yeah. I don't know where she's going to go. Yeah. But 
Um, I don't know. I think it's weird. Like, and I think the difference where people are mad in defense of uh, Iowa fans who are upset about it, and it's like, oh, Caitlin was doing the same thing. The difference was with Caitlin's was that she was uh, going towards her bench and did the the hand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it was this one, was two, right three over. Where the other one is the national championship game is ending, and injuries is following her around, uh, giving her, her the giving her the ring and. John Cena, uh, yeah. you can't see me. Like chasing her around, pursuing her. more than once too. It's like a twenty second. It's like twenty that. seconds. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, and you can even see there was like the I didn't realize they were doing. It. They had like a Sue Bird telecast on ESPN yeah. two, kind of like the Manning cast. Um. Where even Sue Bird was like, "What is happening? <laughs> this is getting outrageous." <laughs> Shouldn't that be the tech or something? Sue like Bird. you can't do things to no, like. John Cena hey, to like I mean, a certain player. Think, like you can't right? do that and you'd think. I mean, I saw people were saying in the men's game that's hundred percent attack. But yeah. hey, I mean, like I said, there's video of Kim Mulkey getting boxed out by a ref on the sideline. And that wasn't a tech. So I don't even know why we we even assumed it would be a technical at that point. I don't even know why we assumed it, that we, we would get that. But Good I don't point. it's Joey, I'm, I'm just good. a frustrated guy right now. Just, no, that makes a lot of sense. It's an incredibly frustrated person. I'm upset. I've I, got a question. Maybe you can enlighten me a little bit. You've what? you've watched more Iowa women's basketball than I have. Even on the LSU. Seemed like there was a million threes put up in this game. I think they took like the Mike Leach air raid offense and they just turned it into basketball. By the way, they you know that it quick time office, you know that that school where Mike Leach instituted that got closed? Like it's boarded up. It's over. Where? Iowa Wesleyan. Oh, really? It's over. Yeah. This is like its last year. Closing its doors in May. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Did they go bankrupt or something? I have no idea. Uh, But, uh, okay, timeout over. (laughs) Yeah, no, there were a ton of threes. I think both teams understood that that was like going to be a big part of the game. Caitlin had eight by herself. That's a lot of threes. Uh, threes. And then, yeah, like you saw other girls were taking advantage of it. I think that Iowa was... Um, and you saw in the South Carolina game, which again, I wish that we could have just talked about that because <laughs> I, it was so much more fun to do that and talk about South the us being South Carolina. But uh, unfortunately that's games not relevant anymore. Some, uh, unfortunately, but where you saw in that game, they're kind of sagging off a lot of players who just did, haven't shot that well. Yeah. Uh, so they're like, okay, let's just focus on Angel Reese and guarding her. And which it worked pretty well against South Carolina. I mean, that one girl, she, I, mean, I think she ended up making three of them. But in that game, that just wasn't enough. Uh, yeah. Where, I mean, like Jasmine Carson stepped up and she was like, if I, I'm just going to make it three. six. Yeah. yeah. And it's like to her credit, it like it worked, you know, it came back to bite them. But uh, so I think that that definitely played a big part of it in the threes. But um, I don't know. I mean, like our, uh, I was been hitting a, a lot of threes all season. That's definitely been a big part of the game. They're not the, I mean, they would tell you they're not the biggest, most physical team of all time. Yeah. So it's no, definitely a big it. part of their success is shooting. I just, it just felt like that was the most threes I've ever seen in a basketball game. That is not the most threes you've ever seen in a basketball game. But yeah, I know it's probably not, but there's a lot. How many did that? Let's see. LSU took 17. Iowa took 30. That's a lot of threes. That's a lot of threes. We didn't make 30, though. No, that was a cool. 14 for 30 and 11 for 17. Yeah. So No, and it, it was just uh it's it's a crazy thing too cuz like 
Iowa wrestling obviously has won championships before, but in a major nationally watched sport, Iowa doesn't play in a ton of national championships. It doesn't happen all the time. Uh, I mean, I don't. I can't even put words, Joey. Like it was so surreal that this team, this whole season, was so successful and so amazing to watch, and they made it all this way to the national championship, Joey. And it's tough with loss. I just feel for these girls, like Maka Sazano. It's their last game. Uh, Warnock last game. It it's tough. And you're you're like I don't know, and I'm sure a lot of like if you were even, uh, I, I'm sure I'm not the only person. These it's like this, you know, going into day like this could be the only time you see it in your lifetime. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so it stings, Joey. This stings. Yeah, when you put it like that, that that makes me sad, man. I'm sorry. Now, here is Brightside Iowa fans looking forward. 2023, November 2023 begins. Caitlin Clark Revenge Tour. That's what I'm saying. You thought Caitlin Clark was good now. Wait till you see it. Pissed off. Angry Revenge Tour, Caitlin. Maybe she comes back with like a buzzed head. Just pissed. <laughs> <laughs> like full-blown revenge. Fade. Yeah, she she drives like a Harley to the games. <laughs> she, she, she should go and put on like 40 pounds of muscle. Oh, she's just only she's just there's just a bunch of videos of her just benching this off yeah. season. <laughs> she doesn't even pick up a basketball, she only lifts. <laughs> she <just> benches. <laughs> just metal music lifting revenge tour. She she needs to go lift with the the O lineman at I mean, Iowa. It's just it's tough, Joey. It's I'm been sorry. a tough day. It's been a tough day over here. I don't know. I don't even, I feel bad. This is like bad radio because I don't even have words to do, but to describe how I feel for these girls and how I just feel as a fan, it's tough, Joey. That is uh, tough. We're going through pretty good here. representation in the stadium, though. Look, yeah, it's great. Guys. I was from, I wasn't there, obviously, but I'm told that it appeared to be mostly Iowa fans. I would like to think that. And you saw. On Friday, I saw a lot of tweets, uh, especially with South Carolina, where people were just tweeting out, like, holy cow, I had no clue how well Iowa traveled. This is crazy. Uh, so that makes me feel good as a fan. Yeah. To see, like, something hey, to look good about. There we go. Good about. Um, and no, it, it was cool to see people get so excited on campus uh, today and people in this whole season, really, about uh, women's basketball. And it, it's just it's super special. It was a special season. Uh, very proud of everyone, obviously. But um, I don't even know. Like, I don't even want to talk about. I don't. Even, I don't even know how to talk about other sports right now. This has been all over my mind all day. Like, I, I have. We have the final four written on here, and we're going to talk about it. But like, I don't even know what Should to just say about the final. Started four with that anymore. I don't even know what to do. It's just this is the sad cast now. It's just melancholy. I feel like we've been in this position. Couple times, not this exact position. Nobody's was, played for a championship here. No, but we've been sad before on this podcast. And it's crazy. I think what's bumming me out so much as a fan is just that I came from the highest of highs. Oh, on on Friday night, I didn't have a voice Saturday morning because I was screaming with so much excitement all afternoon. Yeah, I was so excited. Like, holy cow, I was playing in the national championship. <laughs> So excited. And then now on Sunday, I'm like, oh boy, this is just the, it's the risk. Good. You know, it's 
I'm just, I'm, it's, I don't even know what to feel. Builds I don't character. know what to feel, Joe. You got to pick yourself up. It's a new week. You can do it, man. And then uh, with all of this in mind, with all this in mind, uh, I have, luckily, I have very nice friends, very supportive, but uh, my co-host, Joey Bush, with <laughs> two minutes left in this game, sends me a text, and it just says, what time you thinking, G? Joey. It's a bad look. We've had a couple of evaluations of uh, etiquette of sport watching <laughs> during this podcast. And I think they've all just gone over your head. <laughs> can you, can you, well, you're, this is not full context. Read okay, the text what, immediately what after. It doesn't even matter. It says, geez, I'm terrible. Take your time. Let me know later. Like yeah, I fixed it. Did you? Cause you still <laughs> sent the first one. Did Dude, you fix anything? Like, my thumb hitting the button. I was like, Oh my gosh, what am I doing? Then I had to draft up that next one. I'm so sorry. All I can do is apologize at this point. I'm so sorry. You should be sorry. Um, I don't know. In in summary, Iowa's championship game. Uh, I let's just. I don't. I don't want. I don't think we should make this game all about uh, sportsmanship and stuff. I think just. And it's this game. Unfortunately, is probably going to be remembered by sportsmanship and officiating just by what i'm seeing right now is how it's because it's all what people seem to talk about let's like we could just focus on how immensely good this season was for women's basketball as a whole nationally not just iowa's program but everyone's program uh you could focus on that and that we saw it was a really fun basketball game it was until there's a good comeback almost until we lost and it was then it was the worst experience ever but I just proud of this team, Joey. Proud of this team. You should be. 85 points in a national championship. That's awesome. That's a lot. I know. That's such a sucky. That's the worst stat to have. I, w- I wish I would any other stat. Most points in a loss is like the worst stat ever. Yeah. That doesn't feel good. Like, why Why are we bringing that up? You couldn't. Wait, you, you should have kept that stat to yourself, ESPN stats. All right. <laughs> <sighs> Sports, it's just sports though. All right, let's talk. Let's talk the men's final four though, because uh, we had some pretty crazy games uh, Saturday. Like I said, I was I was on all time high, and then I just got to keep it going with some fun games. Uh, starting with the first one, San Diego State beats FAU. This game was absolutely wild. Uh, I will say I was pulling for FAU. I wanted FAU to just win the whole thing. Uh, at this point, they were fun. Yeah. That was a fun team, FAU. Uh, was- two weeks ago, I was dogging on them, and I still think I'm right dogging on them because that windmill dunk was ridiculous. That was Came stupid. back to bite them. Eventually, it did, uh, but it did not as fast as I thought it would. So I don't even know if it was really like. <laughs> I don't think that was the like. It's too late loss. now to be like karma. Like, it's too <laughs> late now uh, to have those tweets out. But uh, credit where credit is due to the mid-majors, first of all. Uh, the people who on Twitter the past week have, who were complaining like, oh, this is going to be the worst Final Four because the mid-majors are in it because two mid-majors are playing each other. This is stupid. Uh, I'm not watching. Boy. You you must be sick to your stomach this was after saying game. all that this week. The, not, not only was this an amazing game, this game was 12 times better than the one of the Power Six conferences playing each other next. This game was <laughs> way better. It's true. This game was outstanding, Joy. This game was a thrill ride nonstop the whole time. So, FEU 
had pretty much the lead, it felt like, for most of the game, uh, yeah. deep into the game. And San Diego State, credit to them, when they need it, their defense just comes up when they need it every single time. Joey? I'm good. Okay, good. I mean, maybe you have a different evaluation, but I feel like this team, it's like the the ringer for them is just defense. Well, I felt the same way about FAU. Like, if you think about what FAU's done in this tournament, it's they've closed out games extremely well. Like, they'll get up, and then they just don't let people come back. Yeah, FAU, I mean, it feels like FAU hasn't played a normal game so far this season. I mean, it was like, it was crazy. People were pulling it back. It was like they were literally a uh, jump ball away from losing to Memphis. Yeah. The first round, which is crazy. And I feel like I talk about that every time I talk about FAU. But, like, it, every single one of their games seems to be going out of the wire. It – Oh, man, I wonder. It must stink for um, FAU when you have this crazy, this crazy run, which and we can still debate over whether or not FAU really counts as a Cinderella if they were ranked and had the most wins in Division One. Uh, <laughs> if that it can still considers you Cinderella, but I think that, like, I I wonder what it feels like in locker room. Like, shoot, we're up so much too. Yeah, that can't feel good. And then. Like, we did lose on a buzzer beater. That's tough. Like, a lot of times, there's nothing you can do about that. But it's also like we were up a good amount. And we just went cold. <laughs> like, it's wrong tough. Time. Yeah, at the wrong time. Uh, I don't know. San Diego State, I feel like these. this is still a fun team to be in the championship, though. Yeah, I mean, they've, they're and the guys still, who beat Bama. Like, they do. And this is people are still going to find a way to complain about this. Like, who cares? You're getting good basketball still. Like, it's not like they're bad. Right, they have good wins. They've been yeah. playing competitive games. It's not like they're boring either. Like, what do you what do you still have to complain about with this team? And they're they're gonna find a way to compete. And that like that's if you really like the sport, that's what you care about, right? No, definitely. You don't want to see Duke play UNC every year. Yeah, I am a little bummed though with FAU. Uh, one that owl crazy uh like drugged up owl mascot that they have <laughs> would have been awesome uh to see at uh. In the championship game, uh, there would have been so many camera angles of him fighting the Husky uh, for UConn because they have a wild mascot too. Uh, UConn's Husky, he does some crazy stuff. Uh, he used to do, uh, I believe there was a thing, it was like the UConn slide uh, oh. that got banned because it was too dangerous to perform as a mascot. <laughs> <laughs> that happened in the UConn slide. I'd have to do some more research into it. I remember hearing about it. I, I can pull it up uh, in, a, in a sec, but uh, I believe it was uh, too dangerous. Um, yeah, the Husky slide. Um, yeah, I think it was – I don't know if they still do it or not, but I remember like it being – there's stories of people getting – yeah, the Husky slide is banned. Okay, yeah, but it was definitely – it was incredibly dangerous to do the Husky slide. Um, moments to blame for FAU. I think that I, – I knew FAU was in trouble before the game when there was an interview with Carrot Top who I guess is FAU's most notable alumni. Um, <laughs> and it was the w- worst, most awkward interview I think I've ever seen in my entire life uh, with Reese Davis. It was like talking over each other. Kertop, uh, who's a comedian, uh, just no personality, just dead. Uh, everything flying over his head, like no clue what to say. Uh, it was hard to watch. It was one of the worst, I think, moments in game day history. Uh, college or college basketball or college football game day history. It was horrendous, Joey. Did you <laughs> see it bad? all? No, I missed how, this. How somehow. did you not see this? I don't, I I don't top, know. Ah, man. And like Carrot Top, too. Like, 
you got to be nailing these because that's like all you got in your career right now. Yeah. <laughs> like that's all you got going right now. So you have to be nailing those. Um, I don't know. I think this, like, I think that this game completely delivered. Also the first buzzer beater, we haven't even talked about the buzzer beater. Uh, this is the first buzzer beater to actually decide a game uh, in the tournament since 2021, like a true buzzer. Really? Beater. Wow. Well, it's like a lot of times they'll shot 0.2 seconds left. Oh, true. Like cool. ball goes up, buzzer goes off, goes in game over since 2020. First one. Uh, so that was really cool to see, especially in the final four. That last possession, I thought it was a total disaster. Yeah, that looked horrible. And then I was like, what is he doing? And then I didn't even think he was going to get a shot off. And then all of a sudden, he just puts it up and it wins, and everyone's celebrating because basketball yeah. is awesome. Happened basketball is awesome. It was crazy. Um, I don't think FAU had a rebound in the last five minutes. That was insane, too. San Diego State was all over the boards. It's that defense, man. They're so It was a total game changer. And on offense, too. They were getting so many offensive boards. That is true. Uh, I saw a clip at the Rockies Padres game of they had the they put it up live. Oh, or yeah. it might have been a replay. I'm not sure. No, it was, just, it was the game was going on. The whole stadium just went nuts watching it. Um, That's cool. And then also at San Diego State, they had they were watching it in the arena, <laughs> and when they hit the shot, they stormed the court with oh. no one playing on it. Which I was like, you know what? Nice. That's awesome. I don't care. Yeah. There's, I don't get people hate storming the court and like storming the field and stuff sometimes, which then you just hate fun. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like you just hate fun. I don't care. Um, I, I guess like it'd be weird if like Alab like I do think it's weird when like Clemson storms the court every single uh or storms the field every game in football. And it's like you guys yeah. just beat Furman by 60. Why are we storming the field in week one? <laughs> I think that's weird. But like in this situation, yeah, cool. It's still fine. Why are you complaining about San Diego State? Going to the national championship on a buzzer beater and the kids, college kids celebrating. Why are you complaining about that? And no one's even on the court. Like, yeah. what's yeah. the issue? There's no, uh, that would be funny if they got fined. For that. <laughs> <laughs> that would that be would hilarious. Be I think that's only an SEC thing where they do that, but um, that would have been for a story. I don't think so. I don't think the Mountain West does fines. Oh, I thought it was an NCAA thing. I think it's only an SEC thing. Uh, I, I could more. be wrong about that. But either way, yeah, it means uh, more corruption from uh, the official, from uh, the heads up at SEC. Uh, no, no surprise there uh, from the SEC. But <laughs> it's just, yeah, I thought that that was awesome, and it is cool to see. I like the sometimes I like to like you cannot fault a school like this for celebrating. Like I want no. to see San Diego State celebrate. When are they ever going to be in? They might be a baseball. Their baseball team's sometimes good, but yeah. And they had um I mean, and this they had a solid team the COVID year, uh, that it got canceled. Yeah. But I mean, San Diego State, soak it in, all right? Because there's a good chance you're gonna get your heart ripped out. And speaking <laughs> from experience of very recently San Diego State, Open. it's not fun. It stinks. So soak it in now. I hope you had an amazing Saturday night. I hope you have an, an amazing Sunday night. I hope you win. Monday night, but soak it in because this is the highest of highs and it might come down. It might be That's bad. great advice. Great. Advice. I'm still upset about this Iowa game, Joey. I'm still upset be. about it. I don't see that going away for a while. And it's like, my thing is, Joey, I'm a little, 
You just just, just get it all out there, man. It would have been. Listen. There's a great clip of um the and I'm still kind of right with it, by the way, where um the it's Kim Mulkey had an interview going into the Final Four, where she was like, uh, she was talking about like, oh, and like we want to play um like she was like South Carolina's going to the championship. We want to play South Carolina. She was like, sorry to who they're playing. Like she didn't, she didn't even oh. like. I don't even think she knew Iowa was playing them. She's like, sorry to who they're playing. South Carolina's just going to the championship, and we beat South Carolina, right? So that was already. I was like, Hoo-hoo. like I've got, I've got Locked takes out. locked and loaded. <laughs> like <laughs> I've got tweets ready <laughs> and uh, saved in drafts. And then when we lose to LSU, I couldn't do the like full unload the clip of tweets on about that Kim Mulkey clip. Because like it did work, the like seventy five percent of it worked, but it would have been full Picasso masterpiece if then we also beat LSU oh, no. too, which would have yeah. been really nice. Um, it's just a very frustrating. It's a very frustrating team. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think with LSU is it classless or is it sports? The stuff at the end or the the whole thing. The, I think half of it could be too. Like you mentioned, they're playing into a script, right? They're trying to grow the game. And like we've been saying, they, there needs to be someone you root against, right? Like you want to tune in and watch. Ultimately, you want to watch these people fail. And when they succeed, it brings them back next year, right? The re- yeah. There's a revenge tour now. So yeah. maybe it's part of the show, but. Oh, how about this? You know that um, here's something that I was thinking about too. I didn't bring up. You know how everyone brings up that video of uh, Joe Burrow? Uh, it was like his, his oh. that UCF play where he just gets clocked. He just gets He's on all fours. And yeah. it's like this guy got hit Joe Burrow so hard that he started a Heisman tear <laughs> the next season. <laughs> the next season, if Kim Clark has a really good season, it's going to be like they're going to show it's, that moment. Yeah. And it's going to be like, what have you done? <laughs> what the monster you have created. Uh, Get that one that. in your drafts. I don't know. And like, I'm not. Well, the whole thing, I'm not siding with Angel Reese, by the way, on all of it. I just think it's fun to have a heel. That's my only thing. I think it's fun to have a heel um, in sports. And I think Angel Reese was like, I'm just going to be the heel. Yeah. So as much as I, I don't like that it's against my team, I think that women's basketball just needs a heel. Exactly. And I think Angel Reese is like, yeah, I'll do it. Um, UConn stomped Miami. Uh, I wanted to believe really hard that Miami was going to uh, – was going to keep in this game, potentially win this game. But in terms of like a gambling side, I was like five, you got to take it. You got to take it. It doesn't make sense, but you have to take it just because the number's there. I think I was just trying to get too cute with it. I think sometimes you just got to do, they're they're the better team. UConn is just a, always the better team. Are you going to take your own advice when we preview the championship game? Uh, Yes. We can talk about it later. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to take my own advice, but I don't know, Joey. Do you think when when you're watching this game, when do you think it was over? Because I felt like it was over. I'm gonna say like 12 minutes in. Yeah, like definitely by halftime. Like the the vibes were just down for Miami. They couldn't do anything. No, these guys. and like it was like, oh, if Miami makes shots, they're gonna win. Oh, if Miami uh, plays good defense, they're gonna win. If they can contain Sonogo, they're gonna win. It's like. We're just saying if Miami just goes out there and plays the game of their lives, they're going to win. It's like, of course they're going to win, okay? Like, duh. Oh, so like every basketball game ever? 
if they play good offense and great defense, they're going to win. If they score more points, they're going to win. Really? So like, I mean, uh, like they didn't, they didn't obviously didn't have an answer for Sonogo. And then even when the backup was in, they didn't have, have an answer for that guy either. He was getting all kinds of boards. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. Is Chris, is Ramadan still going on? Are they still fasting? Oh, I have no idea. Is he still fasting? If it is, I mean, it's crazy. I think there's multiple players on the UConn team. I saw. I think I saw fasting. three. Three players. It's pretty At impressive. Least three. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty wild. Uh, shout out them. Snowgo. I mean, he's just. I'm. He's definitely. I feel like my like, outside of, Marquise Noel, who we haven't seen play in over a week now. I feel like especially if UConn wins the whole thing, like. Sonogo is going to be that name on like trivia questions here in like 10 years where it's like this, uh, this player like led UConn to a championship with so-and-so points, so-and-so rebounds. It's like, that has to be Sonogo. It's like 50 rebounds, <laughs> 50 putbacks. Yeah. Uh, and I, he, he's just going to be in my mind forever. Uh, and is I, that maybe why this championship game is so late so they can get their fasting players some food in before the game. No, I think it's a time zone thing. Oh yeah, I think I think that's mainly what it is. But um, I don't know. I mean, what's what's kind of moved to preview in the game? So okay. UConn right now, I believe, is a seven and a half point favorite over Miami. I think that I this kind of reminds me of TCU Georgia a little bit, where it's a great comparison. You see this big line. And you're like, I know the one team is really good, but you're like, it's the championship, right? Like, it's got to be close. There's no way they just go out there and, like, beat the snot out of them, right? I think UConn might win this game by, like, 60. (laughs) (laughs) If Zach were here, he'd say something like, the worst thing you can do is play UConn for the first time right now. Yeah, so he'd say something like that. Like, I think the hardest thing in sports... Playing UConn for the first time, yeah, I've said this. Yeah. I've said this. <laughs> I've said this every week this season. The hardest thing to do in basketball is play the George Bulldogs for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, and then he can, uh, uh, he'll say something about, um, sh- shit. Why am I forgetting it now? Um, it's okay. We can make fun of Zach later. Uh, <laughs> it's like I don't want and watch like San Diego State. We. We've been saying, oh, yeah, they're, like, they're going to – it's like seven points. It's probably too much for a really good defense team. But it's also like there's a good chance you, you look at this game and it's a 20-point game. Like literally every single game has been in the second half at some point. Yeah. And you're like, how did I not take UConn? What was I thinking? Are we going to save some time to complain about how this game was played in a football stadium? Or are we not going to talk about that? Um. The last year. Well, I mean, this wasn't the first time that's ever happened. So I know it's just stupid. Why do they keep doing that? Well, because they can sell seventy-eight thousand tickets to a basketball game. So why would they stop doing that, Joey? Stupid man. I don't know. I would like to go to the Final Four, but I would need a lot of money because I one I couldn't afford to go to the women's Final Four, which was in a actual like stadium meant for basketball. I definitely. Uh, I probably I could afford Final Four tickets to the men's <laughs> one because they were forty dollars and they were essentially uh, next to the Apollo space uh, Apollo space uh, craft. Uh, like you were so far away that that photo of uh, 
That's what I'm saying. Of like Big Cat up in the uh uh up in the that top was terrible. Was hilarious. You can't see anything. And what's funny is like he did his joke. Yeah. But there's people around them that are like they're seriously to watch the game. <laughs> like, why'd you buy that? Why'd you yeah. buy those tickets? That was crazy, man. Why, why were you doing that? But no, I think if like you go, you have to get a lower bowl ticket. Yeah. And honestly, absolutely. and like if you're low enough on that bowl, you still can't see. No. It's still far away. Um, I don't know. I think it's tough. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it was I funny like, too. It looked like like the players were in a dugout because they're below the stadium. I like that though. The below I like the floor. That. I yeah, think that, that every funny. I think that every basketball stadium should do that. I like the lower sitting in the dugout because when you see like something crazy happen, you get to see the players. They climb up. They're going all crazy. (laughs) I think that they should have that every day. I think every stadium should have lowered benches. I think they should have that because it's like the same in hockey. I like seeing guys leap over the leap over Mm. the boards. I think that basketball should kind of like doesn't Vanderbilt do that or they have like the players are like a mile away. Oh, yeah, they they have like a full like a other basketball court around the basketball court. It seems, seems yeah, like Van- Vanderbilt's uh, they, and what, also uh, they their were, benches they were are on spacing the, before COVID there. Aren't there benches on the goal line too? They're not on the sideline. Oh yeah. No, it's weird over there. Yeah. yeah. They're just doing it. I don't like that. No, I don't like no. that, but I do like, uh, I, I do like the lower benches though. The baseline um, of the goal line. Yeah. Uh, people know what you're saying. There, yeah. there's, there's a couple of cross people that might be listening to this who are talking about GLE goal line extended, but uh, this isn't a lacrosse podcast yet. Uh, <laughs> with that being said, I think that um, it would be cool to see the atmosphere of just like, oh, it's really cool. Like if this was played in, I don't know, Madison Square Garden, like it was really yeah. cool that when they did, they, we just saw playoff games there two weeks ago. Yeah. It was really cool. It was cool. But also, I think that like seventy eight thousand fans watching a basketball game is pretty dang cool too. Yeah, that's pretty that's crazy. Cool. But like you said, like those guys all the way up in the top deck, you can't even see. Like you just got, you have to pull the game up on your phone to watch it. I mean, is that you're just in our building. fault though? No, but it's kind of stupid. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't buy that ticket either. But is that I don't know. I. I think still think it's cool. I think in the final four too. I like seeing that it's just a sea of endless people watching this game, and that's if it, there's so much noise too, seventy thousand people—that's a lot of—that's a lot of noise. So are you for it or against it? I think I just—it's not on my mind that okay. much. So it doesn't. Bother. I wasn't. No. Like I'm not sitting up there. I don't care if you want to buy tickets to sit up in section three hundred. Uh, sitting up there with uh, like you're basically sitting on um Seems Mount Everest. Like yeah like sure go ahead and do that like it's fine um but i don't know i mean i just wouldn't do that like you're complaining but you bought the ticket that's true like they're gonna keep selling you them if you keep buying them what are you doing (laughs) that was a crazy thing for you to do protest Uh, the final four next year (laughs) yeah like you're not gonna protest the final four get out of here you're still gonna go they know they know better than that uh but not I think in the football stadium, I think UConn, I don't see how they, I, I like, this isn't even an original take. How does UConn lose? When we were preview, previewing the final four, I wanted to say congratulations to the national champion, Connecticut Huskies. It but felt I like that. And I felt like I was in, now we're in April. So I'm out of the days of uh, this sort of weird trance that March puts you in where you're like, anyone can like anyone can win a March, but yeah. sometimes we get a little crazy with it. 
we do get a little crazy sometimes. Uh, I think we saw Princeton and we saw FDU and we're like, if you see plus uh, plus odds, you have to take them. They will win. <laughs> uh, you want to be underdogs by at least 40 points going into your game in March. I think that now that it's April, it's April 2nd. This game will take place on April 3rd. Let's lock it in. Okay, let's be smart with this. UConn, yeah. guys, they're the better team. I, I agree. This I don't totally, see how they lose. How do they lose? And this is not going to bite us at all. This totally can't. This totally won't end horrifically for us. Definitely not. Um, seven's a lot, though. It's a big, big spread. And you know what? You know that everyone is going to be on that side, too. Every single person. But sometimes just everyone's right. Sometimes also, people. Vegas is pretty right, too. They they don't miss a lot, but they do no. miss. They do miss. They do miss. Maybe, maybe they make money on like player props or something in this game. I'm not sure. Uh, this Iowa game is still beating me up, Joey. I'm sorry, man. You're going to have to. It's beating me up, man. You're going to have to do something. This podcast stinks. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. If this podcast yeah. stinks today, guys, I'm, I'm really sorry. Uh, I just, man, I don't know. Did you use. Uh, I don't even know what to say anymore. <laughs> It's beating me up, Joey. It's like it's all I've been able to think about all day. I'm sorry. It's all I've been able to think. I when I was writing down the plan for this podcast, I was like, oh my god, I have to talk about the final four. I don't even remember what happened. Yeah. Who played? (laughs) When was it? I don't know. I have no clue. I don't know, man. Uh, On the bright side, the Rockies almost yeah, I was about to say do we move on to baseball? Yeah, I mean, it was opening day this weekend. It was pretty cool. Um, I like opening day. It's pretty fun. Um, gosh, and this was forever ago. We got to change up our schedule a little bit. We can do that. The Thursday to Sunday gap has so much time in between it. Well, yeah, that was our football schedule. We got to readjust. We got to change something here. We got to do something to change it. Well, now, yeah. Well, now basketball is over. We've got NBA hockey and baseball. We need to change it somehow, but uh, we can do inside baseball on a different time. Oh, uh, Auburn just won Equestrian, by the way. I didn't, I didn't mention this last podcast, but we won Equestrian. This when week. was that? It was this week, last okay. week. Oh, do you get national champion? Are you gonna hang a banner? Yeah, this is like we win. Where does it, it go year. in like the stables? Yeah, just okay. hanging above the horses. Fair enough. Uh, I don't know. I, I didn't really want to hear about a. Uh, other championships today, Joey, but that's okay. I'll let, I'll the celebrate question. yours. I'll celebrate Thank yours. You. I'll celebrate Appreciate yours. Um, I don't know, but when I takes from baseball opening weekend, the Rockies might be the best team ever in the month of April. Just the month of April can't be. You no, know. they might be the best team ever, except two C. times C. in a row. Crone, <laughs> CJ Crone. He was he was on a tear last. That year. That guy's a madman, but. Over baseball season, I think I got like men in black wiped. And I was like, I forgot that CJ Crone just can only hit home runs. I think I forgot. Good. Uh, we're back to 500 now, unfortunately. But once again, if this podcast was recorded on Saturdays, where again, all time high, Rockies 2 0, <laughs> Iowa beat South Carolina, I've now been come down and I'm crushed. What is there to smile about in this world, Joy? What is there to be happy about? Give me something that should make me happy right now. I can, I'll, we can go to plenty of Rockies games this summer. How about and, that? Joey, we're not undefeated anymore, though. We're back to where we were. We're already 500 and we're going to be back to two, like, <laughs> we're going to be two and 10 by the end of this week. Do you have a second favorite team? You can watch them play. 
coming no, in town. Real fans don't have second favorite teams. I know. It's, it doesn't matter. It's trying much. to lighten the mood. What is there to be happy about anymore, Joey? Let's think. Hockey? No. Hockey's pretty cool. Well, the Avs? We're pretty injured. Yeah. Basketball? Jokic? Jokic? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, Judge hit a home run his first at bat. That was pretty hilarious. Uh, Rays undefeated. Very fitting. Uh, the Orioles had one of the uh, worst meltdowns I think I've ever seen in my entire life against the Red Sox. Uh, guy, like, routine pop fly just dropped it, led to a uh, crushing loss. That was crazy. But I don't know. Baseball, back. Brutal. I don't know how much. I don't know how we're going to cover baseball. Might just, like, do occasional yeah, check-ins. Like, oh, this guy, this thing happened. Um, but I don't know. I kind of, I, I like, I like day baseball. Day yeah, baseball's I was about to favorite. say, I do love, like, passing by and seeing just a baseball game on, you know? It's nice to have oh, some live sports. action going on. Oh, yeah. Sports. something to watch. Yeah. Oh, dingers. Oh, home yeah. runs. Well, that's pretty cool. Run. Yeah. I don't know. It seemed like fans were pretty excited to have baseball back. I can't remember the last time, was it, there, there was an opening day in March? That seems crazy. Yeah, that. <laughs> that hasn't happened in a while. I can't. Uh, I can't remember the last time that happened. But I know usually it's the first week of April. But that was. What are we doing? Maybe the lockout had us a little wonky from last year. Yeah, but it's um, not usually March. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. No. What are the chances Iowa makes back to the championship next year? You think, Joey? Clay- Caitlin Clark revenge tour. I'm telling you right now. I, I think put there's a future on that. 2020. Uh, you could probably tomorrow. Or? You could probably tomorrow. Iowa. Depending on your sports national book. Champion, championship. It'd be pretty cool. Uh, it's going to be a different team. I just, I said, I'm crushed for these girls, man. I'm crushed. I, I'm crushed sorry, for them. Man. I wanted to see. I wanted to see them win. It would have been crazy. It would have been so fun. I there would bad. be no podcast tonight. There would have been, been no the podcast. No, you would I'd, I'd be out in the streets right now. Uh, can we just do, is is trivia going to make me feel better, Joey? Uh, yeah, we could try. We've Why are some... you laughing about that? What's so funny about it? Well, we're I'm I'm going to switch trivia... it up a little bit today. Okay, what is it? So we've got office trivia like usual, and that should be fun. But instead of another category, we're going to do guess that player with some NBA players. I'm going to give you their stats. And things like where they went to school. And then uh, you're going to tell me who it is. Okay. All right. Let's start with office, though. Uh, Grant, who does Michael wear on his head for Diversity Day? It's it's India, isn't it? No, he has Martin Luther King Jr. on his head. What? Yeah. He, He does a... The impression... Oh, no, Kelly... Oh, wait. Does Kelly have it on her head? Because he does that, like, um, <laughs> that really bad impression to Kelly's face. Yeah. Is it... Is, Ke- is Kelly wearing one? <laughs> he probably put India on Kelly's. That's something okay. Michael Scott would do. That's really bad. Uh, I misinterpreted that question. No, it was who was Michael wearing. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. fine. Okay. I'm sorry. And then there's, do, we, do I get two office questions because Zach's not here? Yeah, I have another one. Do you want it or do you want to sure. go to guess that player? All right. Uh, what does Dwight say is the scariest animal? 
isn't a mongoose or something or it's something weird maybe like uh yeah it is something weird he he brings up a mongoose in one episode um scariest animal is it like a uh, feral hog maybe or like uh um no it'd be like uh something northeast maybe a uh is it is it something simple like a bear no what like more it? aquatic Okay, I don't have time to guess. 50 it's a box animals, jellyfish. A box jellyfish? Weird. He says, yeah. Very very venomous, I guess. I think they are, actually. Yeah. Have you ever been right. somebody a jellyfish before? I never have. Have you? No. I'm kind of... I don't really like the ocean that much. I love the ocean. Think about, it, like... You ever... Like, when you get out there too deep, I mean... It's scary, dude. The last time I was in the ocean, I put on some goggles, and I just looked out. And I was terrified. I had to take them it's off. It's endless. Yeah. I was you might scared. as well be in space. It feels like it. You might as well be in space. It's endless. Zach can tell us about it when he gets back. I don't need to, I don't need to hear about a vacation right now. I need I need encouragement. I need positive encouragement from my friends right now. I'm putting a 2024 future on the Iowa Hawkeyes. What is basketball team? I don't need your I don't need your bad luck right now. <laughs> you should put one on LSU. <laughs> LSU in South Carolina. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We're going to play guess that player. Okay. All right. In the 2023 season. Well, so this is a point guard and he went to Oklahoma. Okay. He's averaging 26 points, three rebounds and 10 assists. He was drafted in 2018. Yeah. Good job. That wasn't very hard. See? No. Okay. Is that it? Yeah. Did you bring another one? I have another one. Okay, yeah. Let's do it again. All right. A shooting guard from Louisville. He's averaging 28 points, uh, four rebounds, four and a half assists, and he was drafted in 2017. Louisville. Um. Drafted in 2017. I don't get current NBA team. You want it? I'll tell you they're a contender in the East. Contender. Um, drafted in 2017, and he's a contender. Where did... I feel like... Is he on the Celtics? No. No? Oh, shoot. Okay. <laughs> No, I really don't know. I have no idea. Who is this? It's Donovan Mitchell. What? Yeah, I didn't realize he went to Louisville. I didn't realize he went to Louisville either. With Patino? No. He's post 2017. Yeah. He's post Patino. Dang. All right. Well, that's our melancholy show. It's over. <laughs> Thank God it's Sorry, over. Guys. <laughs> I just I don't know. I love I love the Hawks. I'm proud of this team. I'm really proud. Uh looking forward to next season for sure. But uh, it's going to be a sad offseason for Grant. I'm sorry, man. We'll get him next year. There's always next year. All right. And maybe mini podcast tomorrow. I'm not sure. We'll see. We'll see you at some point.